Exalted our Father in the name of Jesus. But I will pray that by your mercy tonight you would shine light again in our heart in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, Lord Jesus, that you would bring help from heaven to us in the name of Jesus. O Marika Nami Halivana, we have come before you once again tonight. We are here tonight once again. We pray, Father, that by your mercy, you would bring help to receive all that we need to receive in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, we are here again not just here by our own strength, but by the help which you've given each and every one of us. We ask, Father, that by your mercy, you will give help to us tonight, even to receive from you afresh in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father, that you would cause your light to shine again in our heart in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that you would help us tonight. You would help us. Father, we, we, we acknowledge that we are weak in ourselves. We acknowledge that you alone have the strength and the right strength to bring us even to an expected end. Lord, we pray tonight that you will show mercy to us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, we have come before you. We have come. We have come before you. In total submission, yes, Lord. we ask, Lord Jesus, that your spirit, Lord, that you've given, and your spirit, Lord, that is talking concerning your things, Father, would make known your heart to us tonight in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, we know it is the season of your appearing. We know that it is the season of you saying many things concerning that which is to appear, which is you. Father, we ask, Lord, that the mercy in this season to continue seeing you as you are. Father, you will release in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, we have come and we know that your coming is pretty soon. Yeah. As you have said and you have been saying. Lord, you have even brought to our attention even to start looking for you. To look for your appearing. To look for your blessing. To look for that which is to come, we ask, Father, that the grace to look, you will supply in the name of Jesus. Lord, you will help us to have the right heart posture in the name of Jesus. Amen. We ask, Father, that the right heart attitude, Lord, to, to, towards your coming, 
you will give to us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, that we will not trivialize your appearing. Oh, Maria Cassina, we will not trivialize your coming. That this yes. season of your coming won't be another speaking of the coming, but we will come into all the provision of Amen. what your coming ought to bring Amen. to our heart in the name of Jesus. All Amen. what the expectation of your coming should Amen. be. Lord, you will supply in the name of Jesus. Amen. We ask, Father, that, Lord, you would send help our way tonight. Yes. We want to receive of you, Amen. of you fully, as we ought to be blessed. Amen. Thank you, Father. Amen. We know that you've answered our prayers. For in Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, our Father. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, good evening, everyone. Good evening, good evening. Thank Jesus for another day tonight. Lord, um, give you all the praise. So welcome, everyone. Uh, welcome, everyone. Welcome, everyone. Amen. And uh, can we open to the book of Second Peter? Uh, without further ado, we just uh, move straight into the Word, and we'll see what heaven has to say to us. Second Peter chapter three. Uh, I'm not sure if that's what we read yet, but uh, I just feel maybe we can read it again, and then we'll read maybe Ephesians two. Um, amen. I'm just trusting the Lord for uh, the direction concerning His word tonight. So, pardon, uh, pardon me, and please bear with me. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Jesus. Amen. Praise Jesus. Um, I'm just going to to move towards uh, Second Peter chapter three. Amen. Amen. Uh, on Saturday, I feel the Lord you know, was talking to us concerning whom? I mean, the Lord has been saying a lot concerning that. Uh, part of what I perceived also, uh, as the Lord was speaking to us, was I think I was saying more about the kind of heart we should have at, towards His coming. And what I was seeing is more of a sacred, uh, we should almost like 
keeping that expectation of his coming or hearing that his, com his coming that the Lord has been repeating should bring forth some kind of awakening. Yeah, maybe that's the word. It should bring some form of awakening in our soul. Some kind of quickening that should be there. It should bring some kind of awakening, not just to trivialize it, not just to uh, amen. amen. So let me put this, there's a way our heart should be expecting. That's the kind of heart that we should have. Some kind of an expectant heart concerning his coming. And the expectant heart is also going to be birthed, or let me put it this way, is, is part of the journey, or the, the kind of framing that the journey of a believer uh, would contain. There's a framing that as we journey, there's a framing we come into concerning his appearing. Amen. Amen. The more, uh, as we journey spiritually, I think the the clearer and the clearer and clearer the person of Jesus becomes. Amen. Amen. Mm, and that means that we need to see Jesus. We need to look for to see Jesus clearly. 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 We should, we should, we should strive to look for Jesus or to strive to look and to understand Jesus clearly. Not vaguely, not uh, not religiously. There should be a sincere and a genuine expectation of, of looking for Jesus. It should be, the, the, the looking for Jesus should be without, should be without, should be without uh, should be without, it's not staying, I want to be, the, the expression of looking for Jesus should be without, maybe I'll say guile, should be without guile, should be without uh, a wrong ambition. The expectation to look for Jesus should be clear and should be uh, should be Should be with spirit, if I will use that word. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So that's the the what I was seeing in my heart as of uh, Saturday. And I'm hoping that the Lord will help us to excavate that. Amen. Amen. I'm just seeing the desire for Jesus. A sincere, that's what I'm saying. Just saying a sincere desire for Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. You know, Jesus is the heavenly man, yes. right? And there are all kinds of things that is 
surrounding that person, especially if you know him, but you're not able to discern him. Amen. You may know many things about him, but not discern him. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we should be able to discern the person of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And seen clearly. Let's just go to uh, John 4, I think. Okay, let's read. This is 2 Peter chapter 3 we read. Okay. Verse 10. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise. And the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? Looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God. Wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we according to the promise look for new heavens and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Amen. Amen. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for for new heavens and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, singing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So uh, I think what I was talking about is more about the sincerity of the person of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Um, praise the Lord. So let's read that verse 10. It says, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved. What manner of persons ought you to be in all holy conversation and godly? Looking for an hasting unto the coming of the day of God. Wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved. And the elements shall melt with heaven to eat. 
So looking for an esteem unto the coming of the day of God. Looking for and esteem unto the coming. So you are looking for and esteem unto. So you are looking for and then you are moving towards the coming of the day of God. Wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we according to his promise look for new heavens and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, uh, it is seen then that all these things, that's verse 12. Say, look, say, verse 12 says, looking for and eating unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens, being on fire, shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. So nevertheless, we according to his promise look for new heaven and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace without sport and blameless. Amen. Now, the thing I'm seeing here is the aspect in verse 12. It says, look, looking for and hasten unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire. Amen. So the heavens are on fire. Shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt. Amen. Okay. So the heavens are on fire. Of course, we know that this heaven that they're talking about here is the present heaven. Right? Uh, the present heaven which, which has a destiny already, it has a destiny of fire which is to be, it's to be burned up. It should be burned up. Um, if it's to be burned up, it's, to, it's, it's in a way showing us that the hope of a believer is not, is not really around this particular heaven. Amen. It's showing that all, imagine the Lord created a world, right? God created a world. Uh, and when he created the world, the first thing that he created, right, is first space. If I use that word, right? 
Amen. Amen. So God created space. And after he created space, uh, he created the heavens and the earth. Right? Uh, before they started telling us that the earth was without form and void. Of course, he created the heavens and the earth. That's the first creation. Right? So we have a first creation uh, which involves the, the first heaven and when I say the first heaven means the first heavens. Right? And the first earth. Even though we don't only have one earth, that's the truth of the matter, we have plenty, plenty what am I saying so is because see, all the other all the you have mass you have all these balls they are all ets amen. amen but of course we know that everyone started talking about our et here right so God created the heavens and the earth now the the heavens and the earth that were created, uh, when they were created, inside it somehow, now, in a way, I feel this present earth initially is designed to actually go away. Amen. Uh, But if you look, if you look at the journey, I mean, so that designing, uh, when you look at it, it is possible that if Adam fulfilled the initial plan, it's possible that they may not burn it. Right? It's possible that he may just move into the new one. I'm not saying that's what, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, yeah. it's just a guess. Yeah. It's possible, yeah. right? Because we see that what moved the present away is as a reason of judgment. It's what moved the present away, Right? The moment the, the season of judgment came, they have to start judging things. And I think part of why they have to take this one away is because of its material and the kind of thing that is, that is made up of now. Because things here are corrupted. Things here are corrupted. Amen. Now, we've learned that technically this present earth and heaven is a prototype. That is without, of course, that one is standard. It's not the original. Right? It's a, it's a prototype for 
the one to come. So when God created the heavens and the earth, he created angels. He put man in there. Right? Okay. He put man in there. And when, when he put man inside it, there's a program for man that if possible, if man should finish that program, they should move in to the new earth. Uh, sorry, to the new heavens and the new earth. But the reason of is will I call it obedience? Or by the reason of is or, or by the reason of him fulfilling by the reason of him fulfilling the course which he ought to take. Right? So he has a course which is to look for the fruit that is on the tree of life, right? Partake of that fruit for some kind of inheritance, right? And then once is able to fulfill that, they can then Move. Imagine after that, he will eat that because what they brought to the to the to the garden, right, is the tree of life. The same thing that we were seeing in the new heaven, right, that they were telling us in the book of Revelations. So God planted a tree that is actually of the world to come in Eden. That tree is not of the present, right? That tree is actually of the world to come. So God just created the present head, the present heaven, to fast track a program. Amen. Amen. Why? Because only God knows about that one, that new one. Is only him that have access to it. And how do I know it's because that, that one is inside him. It's inside of G, it's inside of God. Right? God has that world in him. He created this one so that he can put that one that is inside him. Somehow find a way to put it in there so that men can access the world inside of him. Amen. So the original um, plan is to see if Adam can actually take things that is pertaining to him. Amen. Amen. And we know that that tree is not the end of the. We know that that tree is not is, is a way. Yeah. That's what we've learned. We learned that that tree is a way. Is a way into eternity. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's a way to eternity. Amen. 
in as much as Adam will get a reward, but it's almost is that eternity is is in a space that is the eternity is, is a space exclusive to God. Amen, because He inhabits eternity. That is where God dwells. Amen. He dwells there. So He He put He created this present earth and this present heaven in a way to see if man can find way into his own world that is inside of him. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Right, so we see this uh, second Peter. I'm just see, looking for an hasty unto the coming of the day of God, where in the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. So it means all this element uh, when you say they have so the elements that they are talking about is not just the earth element alone. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, why? Because See the heavens being on fire, the heavens will be on fire, right? Shall be dissolved. So fire will dissolve the heavens, and the element will melt with fervent heat. So you see fire burning both the heavens and the earth. And partly, what would cause that? Uh, Men looking for an hasting unto the coming of the day of God. Meaning that so an activity that would bring about this, this fire, right, is, those, is an activity of those looking for the day and hasting onto it. Meaning there's a journey that is going to bring about a, a judgment to melt this present earth. It's possible that once Adam ate of that fruit and there is no cause to take it, he will call for fire and fire will roll things up. God's intent, as we've seen in the book of Hebrews, is that this present world is, was meant to be rolled up. Right? Rolled up means to be packed, they will pack it up. And why would they pack it up? Because it has achieved what it was designed to do. And in a way, I don't think the Lord has changed his mind about that. Right. You know why? Because even though Adam failed, the Lord looked for another way to bring that program. Right? To bring that program to fulfillment. Now, when Adam failed, Jesus didn't appear in the heavens to do all the things that he had to do. Right? Jesus appeared on the earth. Praise the Lord. So Jesus, Jesus came to the earth because man is tied to the earth. There's no way you would, you can't move man out of the earth. Right? Because the material that is made up of, right, can only take earthly 
material, even though he has a heavenly, when I say heavenly, he has a, a, a heavenly cause and some kind of heavenly dominion of the earth, but the heavenly dominion he has does not pack, is, is not past the earthly realm, right? because it is still the heavens of the earth. So that heaven is earthly in a way. Amen. That heaven is earthly. Is a heavens of the earth. It is is a is a head bound heaven. Amen. Such that even though in the thing about man is that inside of him he, he, he has a a destiny beyond the earth. Right? He has a destiny because beyond the earth because of the kind of material that is made up of. Adam, right, is made up of spirit, soul, and body. It is spirit and it is and his soul. He can ascend beyond the earth. Right? What do I mean by that is he can because because of the the way the soul is made, it can take up a course. Right? Because God designed it. It's, it's kind of this, almost a kind of the same wisdom of creating a, a prototype for that which is to come. Right? Is that the soul can take up a course of a place that is not where it's presently at. Right? So even though Adam is on the earth, The, can, the way the ways I mean I mean we we, we don't even know how to how to descend the when you look at Adam in the beginning you probably when you see him you 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 think he's a heavenly being that's the way I'm thinking you you wouldn't think he's earthly he's sin that has made us look at we look we look more earthly than heavenly we look more earthly than heavenly. And it's and it's because of what Satan has done. I mean, I mean, imagine if what if you want to look at what Eden looked like, right? What Eden looked like is beyond. What Eden looked like is beyond what we can phantom. You know, they are trying to discern where. Eden is on the earth. So where was Eden? I, I think I saw a video. I didn't watch it yet, but I just saw a video of what they are trying to figure out where Eden is based on the river. And it's, in a way, it's true. It's based on the river that was mentioned in Genesis, right? We have, uh, is it four? I think it's four major, four major rivers. I think the one that is common is the river Euphrates. That is common. But they are looking for they are looking for Pishon. Right? They said that they know all the rest of the story, but they don't know where Pishon is. But I think the scripture talk about Pishon being in Avila. So they are looking for where is the ancient Avila? So that they can say, okay, it passes through. So the three is a stream. So they are trying to figure out where ahead. Uh, so they can pinpoint where Eden is. The truth of the matter is that even if they pinpoint it, 
based on the river, they won't, what they will pick won't be Eden. Because Eden is not just, it's not, it's not entirely ethic. It's also heavenly. So what do I mean by that is, it's both spiritual and natural. It's almost like a, it's a mixture. Right? Because you can't, you can't, you can't put the tree of life in a fully earthly dimension. Right? You have to put the tree of life in a spiritual because Eden is actually heavenly. It's Eden is paradise. Because that's where, that's where Satan has been. Right? They made us to understand that Satan, so the, I, I guess that's partly why Satan was able to access the Eden that Adam was in. In Ezekiel 28, right, they made us to see that Satan or Lucifer has been in Eden. The garden of God. I think that's what it says. Ezekiel 28. Right? Ezekiel. I think I read it. I guess I'll just talk a little bit about this and then um, to Ezekiel 28 verse okay, 12. I read from because it's 13 I'm going. It says, Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus. And say unto him, Thus saith the Lord God, Thou sealest up the sum, full of wisdom, and perfect in beauty. Say, Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Say, Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering. So, he has been in Eden. So, what I'm saying is here is that Eden is not strange to Lucifer. Right? But Eden, the garden of God. So, they are not, they are not this, you know, sometimes, maybe it's possible, we may want to try and uh, interpret this as perhaps maybe the Eden that he came into when Adam was created, but this is not Adam's Eden. They are talking about the Garden of God, right? So, cause God, God took an Eden which was in heaven and replicated it on the earth. Amen. Amen. So the it was the Eden of God. Now because he 
the the Eden of the earth is actually lower to the Eden that was in the heaven, but it is but it is not entirely eti. It is somehow spiritual. The way I'll see it is, if if you want to look at it, you can look at it from the way man was made, right? When he was created, you don't see him until God took the dust and formed and then breathed into and then he appeared. Right? Now, where he appeared into, uh, you, you know that God has created the earth, then God looked eastward and then planted a garden. So the garden that God planted is not the same as the earth that was created. Right? So God created the earth, all the trees, everything. Then he planted, that garden that he planted is not earthly, it's heavenly. So it's, you can see it as a, a garden that is heavenly, like the heavens of the earth is heavenly, Right? You can have spirit occupied there. So Eden is not entirely earthly. Eden is also spiritual. Is it? It's almost like the is. I won't call it middle earth. It's like a middle. It's, it's like a middle in between the spirit and the natural, right? So it's it is heavenly. Why? Because to you can't. That tree of life, you, you can't fully reduce it to just natural. It has to have some kind of spiritual association. It's spiritual in a way. So you have to plot it where it's spiritual. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. So God planted that garden. Adam was to partake of that, take a course, and then move into the heaven that is in God. It's almost that the Lord wants to move him there. So he planted a garden. Amen. I thank God that we are learning about heavens because we know by, by the reason of light that God is shining that heaven is beyond the present heaven, right? I'm just saying it in case maybe somebody is just hearing me for the first time and wondering, okay, what am I saying about heaven in God? We know that heaven is, a, is, is first real or heaven is first true in God before heaven was made, right? The heaven that was made is made out of the concept of heaven that is inside God. Amen. And then you have the heavens and then you have the earth. And the, the heavens and the earth have, a in, have the interrelationship whereby wherever you find the earth, there must be a heaven. You can't just have a earth 
without its heaven. It's, it's, a, it's a standard in the spirit. Every heaven has its earth. Amen. Praise the Lord. <coughs> Hallelujah. Every heaven has its has its, its earth. Amen. Amen. Um, but the mat- the material for making each of those comes from somewhere. I think that's the the idea I'm trying to. All the material comes from somewhere, right? God created the first one with elements. That's we see here that we that is it's inferior, right? Even though it's inferior, it has the capability. Now, if you want to look at it, I think we were, I were talking about that, the, I think two Saturdays ago, that all the elements that you find on the earth, you will find it in man, in portions. Amen? All the elements that you find in the earth, somehow you find it in man, in portions. I feel if we take all the elements in the periodic table and you make it into a material that man can eat, I'm sure that if we take them in portions, we may be able to eat them without issue. In short, most of them even have uh, benefits. For example, iron, hydrogen, oxygen, so that's water, and two hydrogen, one oxygen, that's water. All, you see, all those elements, in a way, they form a fully functional man. Right? So, in a way, all the elements that you have on the earth is tied to man. That's the, that's the man. Right? Man is man is made of earthly of is it earthly elements, but those elements too, they are not all how do I put it? Will I say earthly element? So man has all the earth so when you call, when you say earth, that's man. Right? When you say heaven in a way, you can find man there too. What do I mean? Because you have the earth, then you have the heavens of the earth. Right? You have the heavens of the earth. So the heavens of the earth is some kind of heaven too. It's a spiritual atmosphere for the earth that man can stay in. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So I'm just explaining just a little bit about the, the just gisting about the earth, right, and the heavens, right. So God created the earth. The, these, I think, what I, why I wanted to talk about that a bit is the the present heaven and the present earth, right, is a prototype of a of another heaven, right, that is to come. Amen. Amen. And that heaven coming 
is tied to the coming of Jesus as well. Right? And why is that? It's because the, the heavens to come, somehow God found a way to install it in Jesus. Right? God found a way to install it in Jesus such that if you can look for him, he can bring the elements of those heaven and earth to come for formation. Does that make sense? The same way man is formed on earth with elements. You can have the element of the world to come. Right? Being formed in men. Amen. Amen. So the element of the one to come can form men while they were here. And that's, I think that's what I'm trying to explain. That's the, that's the arrangement of why we have the present one. The present one is designed to for us to be able to take the one to come. Right? So that's why the present one have the tree planted in it. Right? Because God could have made man in the heaven and tell him, just like he has made the angels, and tell him, oh yeah, now partake of the tree of life in this garden. Amen. Amen. Now, according to scripture, scripture didn't tell us, but I'm not too sure if... Because this, this heavenly Eden, it somehow has to be the third heaven, for sure. Because that Lucifer is a third heavenly being. Right? But does that mean that the tree of life is there? Because where we are seeing that we have the tree of life. Me, I don't if it's there, I don't know, I can't see. I don't know. Maybe one day, maybe Reverend would you know, teach us about it. Amen. Amen. <laughs> but all I know is that the tree is planted in the city, which is the new heaven. Right? It's planted there. And it has a purpose, and it has its work that is doing. It means that in the new heaven, you can find the tree of life there too, and also partake of its fruit. Amen. Amen. But that world, see that world of the world, that world that is to come, it it exists right now, and they can, you can we can access it if we are able to access Jesus. Because that's where they kept all the materials. Amen. Amen. Why am I saying? She said, blessed be God who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. 
So you have, what I'm saying is that you have heavens in Christ. But that's not the only blessings we have. If there's a heaven in Christ, and we've learned there's definitely a heaven in God. Now, why am I separating it? Because the first thought is, ah, is heaven, is Christ not God? Why are we saying there's heaven in Christ and there's heaven in God? Those are two different, yes. Because Jesus Christ is not just a Christ, is also God. But the, the Christ of Jesus is not God. What I mean by that is the Christ of Jesus means something. The Christ of Jesus means the anointed one. It means Christ. Christ means the sent one, the anointed one. Right? So it's a portion in God, right, with a provision. So you have Christ as a as nature that men can come into, right? But you have all those provision in Jesus, right? Jesus the Christ. You have that provision in Jesus. So when you are looking at Jesus, you can talk about his Christ. You can talk about his Christhood. You can talk about his Godhood. Right? You can talk about those two. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, what I'm saying is that there's a, a, there's a lot of provision in Jesus. Right? That men should have. When I'm saying Jesus, I'm not just saying Christ. I'm saying the whole complete picture. So, we are talking about the heavenly man, Christ Jesus, that became heavenly. He says, he that is of the earth, right? But this that is from heaven is above all. It means that he that speaketh from the earth is of the earth, right? But he that speaketh from is from heaven and is above all. Meaning that the heavenly one is what is above. Every heaven is always above something, right? Like the present earth has its heaven which is above it. And that's why you will never find heaven below. You can never find heavens below. Any heaven that is below is inverted heaven. And that inverted heaven also has things habiting it. And we do have inverted heaven. Right? Because heaven is a habitation also. Right? Heaven is a place men can live. So when you have inverted heaven, you have inverted beings. It's only invert anything inverted can, can only take things inverted, right? Uh, I forgot. Is it, I think it's tenet. It's tenet, right? Where they can move into a wall that is inverted. And the only way you can live in that world is you have to be inverted. Right? Your movement is inverted. 
your, your talking is inverted. Your Your entire, your entire life is pretty much inverted, right? Because there you can't drive normally. You have to, be, you have to be, you have to, you have to, you have to also think inverted to be able to function there. Now, to breathe, you have to breathe inverted which is weird and strange. So for them to even survive, they have to actually wear a mask, right? And they always wear a gas, it's like a gas mask. Perhaps it's an inverted mask too. So that, so instead of breathing in, they'll be breathing out. Right? It's inverted. Instead of driving forward, They'll be driving back. I think it's a means of traveling. I think it's a, is, it, is it a time travel? No, it's not time travel, but you can go back to events. Right? Because you're literally reliving the, the inverted time. So when you are driving, you don't drive forward. You drive backward. But by driving backward, we are driving forward. So it's an inversion. So everything there is inverted. What am I saying is because we have an inverted heaven. The inverted heaven is backward the, the real heaven. Right? It's backward. It's backward the real heaven. So you have beings that are there like principalities, powers, rulers of darkness of this world. Right? That's Ephesians chapter 6. Let's read it. And I'll read from verse uh Amen. Twelve. It says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So spiritual wickedness in high places. These are beings that used to live in the proper present heaven that now found a way to live invertedly. So all that they have is not removed, is just inverted. So you have, you have angels, fallen angels, that have gifts that are inverted. You have 
angels that have gifts of discerning of spirit. Right? When I say discerning of means that they can they they they, they can they can make men see into the realm of the yeah. spirit. So you can have as Christians can see into the realm of the spirit, then you can have unbelievers, uh, shamen or what they call shamans in uh, in Asia. Shaman, you can you can have uh, I think in Jamaica, what do they call them? They do voodoo. Mm-hmm. Voodoo, if you have those that do voodoo, uh-huh. and then you have back in Nigeria, we have lots of them. Remember, like we call them uh, witch doctors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are called witch doctors. Mm-hmm. That they can see into the realm of the spirit, but they, they don't see by the gift of the spirit. Right? They are seen by the gift of the negative, or by the gift of demons, because, or by the gift of this, by the gift of demons, which are inverted angels. No, you know demons are inverted angels. Amen. Mm-hmm. So everything that is. Falling is inverted. Amen. Because we have the same cause on man too. Because the, man, the moment man fell from the heavens of the earth, right? Because we talk about man falling. Man, what did he fall into? He fell into sin, right? But he fell from somewhere. It's from the heavens of the earth that he fell from. The moment he fell, he inherited an inverted life, which didn't, which didn't become evident immediately. Now, why is it inverted? Because it's a life against God. It's a life that goes against the life of God. Any life that goes against God's life is inverted. Or that's what you call anti. Like we have anti-Christ, right? You have anti. So you have Christ. You have anti-Christ. Anti-Christ means against Christ. What does anti-Christ do? Anti-Christ fights against the formation of Christ. It is to ensure that Christ does not arise. Amen? Amen. Antichrist ensures that Christ does not arrive. Ensures that Christ does not arrive. Ensures that the formation of Christ is not seen. And that's what Paul was laboring for. Say, my children, will my travail in birth until Christ be formed in you. So you have, as you have the spirit of Christ, you also have the spirit of the Antichrist. And the spirit of the Antichrist, right, is what is fighting against Christ's formation, but also building 
a Christ that is anti. If I can uh, use that word. Amen. Is building a Christ that is is a form of Christ that is not towards God, but it's a form of Christ that is towards Satan's person. Right? Because you have the Christ of Satan too. Right? Like you have the like like Jesus is anointed. You also have the anoint. I mean, they are not they are not equal. Though. You can't say Jesus, the, 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 the anointing of Jesus is equal to the anointing of the anti-one. No. Right? It's just that Satan likes to copy. He's a copycat. So he keeps copying. All he does, he copies. I don't know why, you know, Satan has the... the <laughs> I don't know, is it before... Before the Chinese people will be fighting me. <laughs> you know, is a that copying sense is you know that copying sense is theft. But legal theft because you can't take you can't arrest them that they copied, but in a way it's allowed, but it's not allowed. It's like that copying is an uns, is an, an unspoken law that don't copy me, do your own. Create yours. Eventures don't copy what I'm doing, but the copying is almost like taking someone's work and using it for profit. Mm-hmm. That's what they are doing. It's theft. <laughs> well, let me not call it theft, Shah, but it's intellectual. <laughs> and they call it, uh, they call it, uh, is it backward engineering? <laughs> uh, what do they call that thing again? Reverse engineer. <laughs> so they reverse engineer their own and then they call it uh, their own. And funny enough, they all, almost look like the original, but the, th- the only problem is that it doesn't last like the original one. And what I don't understand is that the material that they used to make the original one is actually also from China. <coughs> or, or the assembly. They, they assembled it there. So I'm wondering, it's the same land, but the quality, quality of things can be different. Right, but it's 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 Satan's sense that steals technology. So Satan stole God's technology to create the world. You know that's what he did. The world, this the worldly setup, the worldly system. Satan took the idea from how God made the creation, the heavens and the earth. He, took, he looked at the, the other thing operate. You have to put a spirit in charge for things to run on the earth. He knows that that's how it is. Right? He knows that the heaven is for control. He knows that heaven is for rulership. He knows that heaven is to establish judgment or to establish will, right? Because what is done on earth should come from somewhere. It should come from the heavens. Right? Whatever is done on earth should be something that is that is already being done in the heavens. Right? 
If it's not done in the heavens, it will be str- the, the earth will know it is strange. And the earth knows every time it is traveling and screaming and shouting. The earnest expectation and wait for the sons. Why? Why? Why are they waiting for the sons? It's because they are waiting for those that know how to do will that is done in the heavens. That's why. Right? The ex- the earnest ex- expectation I wait for sons. Amen. Is, is sons that know how to do wheels. Run it. Because at the at knows that it was not meant, right, to live a certain a certain life or to propagate a certain life. It knows that what is meant for, right, is to deliver the grace through its element for men or for earth. When I say earth, I'm talking about man too, because man is tied to it. To add to for man to take its inheritance or its promise. Right? What I was trying to explain earlier is that the earth is designed, right, to be a a, a walk. Is it a walking? It's like an, it's, it's, let me put it this way, it's man's office, not man's home. Right? And, and, it's, not, and it's not just the earth alone that's supposed to be man's office. The office has a controlling office. It's like the earth is the, is the office where things are done, right? But the heavens is the office where the plan is made. Right? Because what is done on earth is pretty much what is already set in the heaven. Right? In a way, earth is the copy of heaven. Right? For we've learned about fluidity, right? Because where you find fluidity is the earth. Earth is a lot fluid compared to heaven. Heaven is solid. Whatever is set there is set. And God knows why he did that. Right? Because if you don't have fluidity on the earth, the fluidity on the earth is intended for men to be able to learn the course of another heaven. Right? If it's not fluid, you can't change what is set on the earth. Now, the first, the first, the, the present earth has its own setting. Right? But, it's, but it has fluidity. Fluidity there means walking. It has its walkings, right? It has its movement. Whereby, when you, when you walk on the earth, right, you can do walks of the heaven, of the present, but because of the kind of <coughs> make God made the earth, or souls of men, you can you can find maybe by help find means to start doing the work of a different head or a different heaven, the one that is to come. That's the reason for fluidity, so that man can walk, right? <laughs> and the head, the present head knows, right, that what we should be seeing 
as sons of God, like sons, and what does that mean? As sons that, that can walk like God on the earth. Right? Sons that can walk like God, like the, the kind of steps they should be seeing on the earth are steps like Adam in the beginning. Adam is a son of God. Right? Now, I don't think by the, ta- the moment, the immediate moment Adam fell, I don't think the earth was groaning yet. Right? Because you still have a son on the earth. Then you st- after that, you still have... Because after Adam, you have two sons. Although one left, right? But then you have, now have another generation. Which in chapter 5 later has told us that sons of God, right, moved into daughters of men. So meaning that in those times, you have sons. Even though the earth is pained by the reason of sin, it is pain. Maybe it's not yet. Maybe it's not yet screaming and traveling and expecting, right? Because only sons can do the work that God does, right? And that's what they are expecting. It's almost like the edge too wants to go. It's like and the, and the more. Men are not walking the kind of work they should be doing to roll away this present earth. The earth will start crying, traveling, traveling. No, 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 no. There should be sons that would walk as God walked. I can imagine how the earth was so excited when Jesus was walking on the earth as a son. But it's just him. There are not many. At so that time, is is just him. Is the son. That is why it, he has to bring many sons to glory, because there will be other sons that will appear. Many other sons will show forth. Amen. Amen. So the earth knows that something should be done here, and what should be done is something that is already written in the heavens. Amen. Amen. The earth knows that I'm a prototype or I'm a, I'm a work of mercy to allow men to move into their promise. That's what the earth is about. When I say about, that's what the earth's work is for, is to allow men to do their work, to allow men to arrive where they should arrive. Expecting the, the the creation is expected that where are men on the earth? Where are they? Where are those that can do the will of God? Where are, where are those that can ensure that whatever is set in heaven is happening on the earth? Amen. The earth is where they is it. Earth is where publishing can take place. Amen. What do I mean by that? Whatever it is written in heaven. Amen. Whatever is written in heaven. 
must be done on the earth. Amen. The earth does not have the earth does not have its own uh is it will I say will? The earth knows that it, what its destiny is to allow certain wills to be done. That which is written in heaven should be done on the earth. That which is written in the heaven should be done on the earth. That will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So that's what earth is for. Amen. Is to allow time has gone. Is to allow movement. It's to allow movement for men to arrive at their promise. Amen. So in the in the present earth and the present heaven, right, you now have the you have elements. Let me use that word. You have elements. You have elements that is to be burned up. Is to be moved up. And when they are moved up, you won't see any of those elements again. Wherever that, those elements are, they will be burned up. What does that mean? In, I, I think I can now see why they need to change our bodies. Because somehow, our body is in a way tied to this earthly element. At, at the last trump, we shall be changed. Why? Because it will put on. Right? It will put on the... the the, so the the body that is changed is putting on a different body. What do I mean by that? Is that what the body that is going to be resurrected will be changed through the work that is done in the souls of men. Right? That whatever work would design the suit that we put on. However, we have been raised in our soul would show what the raising of our body. The raising in our soul is after another element. Is the element of the world to come. Both the, it can be of the new heaven or it can be of the new earth. That is the kind of, it can be that element. Now, where do they keep those elements? You cannot find those elements anywhere else except in Jesus who has inherited all things. Amen. And I think that's what I'm trying to explain. Jesus who has inherited all things and by inheritance obtained a more excellent name. Right? You obtain a more excellent, inside those excellent names are things of the world to come. Amen. Amen. So if we are to see or we are to take those elements that is inside Jesus, we have to be looking for him. Now, and this is the blindness 
right, that I'm talk, trying to talk there's a blindness, right, around Jesus. I think Pastor Jeff was teaching, I think, what's it, two last, last Wednesday? He mentioned the veil that the Lord allowed, right, to stay on the earth because, in a way, is to, is to shield Jesus away, right, unto the appointed time because there's a way we should be seeing Jesus. There's a way you should see Jesus. Every believer should not just see Jesus as just that guy that do miracle. As just that guy that butter my bread. No, as just the, the, the miracle worker. Jesus not just that's not the that's not the that's not the thing inside Jesus. That's those are the things Jesus can do. They're not the things inside him. If you are looking for the things inside him, then we can start looking at the things that I think we were talking, like, what are the things that make him say, if they slap the left, turn the right. Those are the, those are the things inside. And they are saying that that thing that makes Jesus say those things are things of the new heaven and the new earth. What is in the new heaven and new earth is what is, is instructing such statement. Right? That makes Jesus say, if we are slapped, they are, they are heavenly things inside of him. Amen. The heavenly man has heavenly things. And that is the thing that we should be seeing about Jesus. When, when we are talking about Jesus, believers don't necessarily see that area. There's a blindness around him. Which is what Jesus now began to say. If you've seen me, you have seen the Father. Don't you know? Have you been so long with me and yet do not know the Father? He that had seen me had seen the Father. And what does that mean is that what that means is that those disciples weren't seeing Jesus at that time. In short, they didn't have the capability to see Jesus. Right? They didn't. It was later they began to see Jesus. I believe when they began to see Jesus truly was when Paul came. And then Paul began to teach about Christ. And then they now knew that there's a Christ. They too decided teaching about Christ. What they were teaching before was Jesus. Jesus that died. That rose up again. But they, they, even though they talked about Jesus that died and rose up, but they didn't necessarily know the Jesus that rose up. They didn't know him. And that is why we can see that knowing is not, is, is not simple. Why? Because Jesus said, this is eternal life, John 17, right? That they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou art sent. Meaning that to know God, you have to know Jesus. Right? You have to, but to know Jesus, you have to see Jesus. There's a specific, there's a special sight concerning Jesus. You have to see him. Amen. 
to see things that are inside him, to see heavenly things that are inside him, to see things that are kept inside him, that makes him up or that makes up heaven. Amen. And I see that Jesus himself, when he came, he didn't go to heaven to pick up the course of the heaven to come. Like I said earlier in the beginning, the course of the, all the things inside Jesus, he came to it by inheritance. He came to the promise that was, it's Adam that, that, that Adam ought to come to promise. What do I mean by that? Adam, right? Before the promise was given, the promise was already a promise. It was, it was not just as a promise. It was a curse in the garden. Amen. Amen. So when the present earth is made, it is designed for men to be able to access the one to come. That's the intent of this present one. The present earth is to access the one to come. So when Adam couldn't fulfill the, the, the course, Jesus came, took the course, and finished it. And as he was walking on the earth, he was acquiring things. He was getting things. Then after, after he has finished the work, he came into inheritance of all the things that is pertaining, that all that is for the formation of the world to come. Amen. When we see what is in Jesus, then we can fulfill this second Peter chapter 3 that says, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God. Wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved. Why is the heaven being on fire? It's because the, those that are looking for has brought forth the, the, they have brought forth the season of rolling up. Right? Later, he now began to tell us, so wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace, without spot and blameless. Say so be diligent so that, why is he saying so that you may be found in him in peace? So that, because you can look for him, and not look for him to the end. And when you look for him, and don't look for him to the end, you will be found with spot and with blame. That's why he's saying that be diligent so that you are not found without spot, that you are found in him in peace without spot and blameless. But we ought to be seeing Jesus because when he came, he finished the course he took the heaven to come in it and he took all of its all of its elements that's what i'm trying to say all of the elements of the world to come he took it all in it's a blessing of all things that he inherited amen, amen. all the materials all the elements that is for the formation of man if it's and, and it's so simple. When the new world, when the world to come uh, comes, it will show 
when men are not made of that element. But thank God that once you are born again, you have some kind of a portion in the new earth. Such that if that's all you have, when the time comes and they roll everything up and they change the body, to have some kind of the element of the new earth. Amen. But if they can't find any element of the new earth in such a soul, they can't put you in the new earth. You can't even be in the new earth. Think of the new earth. If you can't be in the new earth, where would the such a soul be? It has to be with fire. Because it is fire that is dissolving the present. So it is actually finding its natural home. It is inside fire. It's inside fire. Any element that is of the present, its home is fire. Its eternal home is fire. The heavens and the earth shall melt with fervent heat. So when they roll up, that heat is going to bring, is bring, roll up the age, born the present, bring the new. When souls that have the element of the new passes through the fire, we start seeing the, res, the, result, the result of the refinement in the new heaven or the new earth. And one thing that we all should know, I think they've taught us and we've seen it is the truth of the matter is that we will not all be the is the truth of the matter. There's no, we will not all be the same. At the end, we will find our places. Amen. Are we blessed tonight? I just want us to pray. And I think this will end. That's one thing I want us to see is that all the elements, that element, that is for our inheritance, for, of our abode, is in Jesus. But the Lord needs to help us to keep discerning Jesus, to keep seeing him. The more we see him, the more of the element we see. Amen. And then we can desire him and call for his appearance. It's because you, the reason why we, he, will, he has to appear is that when he appears, he appears with all his elements. And that is why his appearing is in phases. Because each appearance comes with some kind of elemental blessing. Amen. Amen. That's why Jesus has to appear. Without Jesus appearing to a soul, it is impossible for souls to come into the blessing of the element that is in Jesus. It's, not, it's impossible. That's why he has to appear. Why? Because we do not know what we shall be. Why? Because we don't have access to the element. We can't see the element. But if we can descend Jesus, descend with his, we can start moving into the element that is made up of. And we know that all the elements inside him is of the world to come. It's of the new heaven and the new earth. Amen. Amen. I pray that the Lord will bless us to see Jesus afresh. I think God needs to give us some kind of quickening in our sight. Some kind of sight quickening. It's some kind of quickening, right? To begin to see areas we haven't seen in Jesus, areas we haven't discerned, that heaven will help us to discern those things. Will give us some special kind of sight 
to begin to discern Jesus afresh and things inside of him. Are we blessed tonight? Let's just begin to bless the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you. Oh, Mahara, can we pray that the Lord will bless us and, has, and, and, and supply help to begin to see the element of all the blessing that is in Jesus. To see Jesus afresh. To see Jesus. The way we ought to see him concerning all the heavenly things that is inside of him. Emaraki, Emarazona, Emperor. That the Lord will bless, bless us with sight to see Jesus and descend Jesus afresh and see all the elements that is blessed with. All the elements that is inside of him. That is inside Jesus. Sarana Kaose Veremeta. Em Zanata. Bananosa Kaliase Venemosa. Embrati. Embrati. Kenefaharana. Thank you, Father. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your kindness. We say be thou exalted, Lord, in Jesus' name. We ask, Lord Jesus, that you bless us with sight. And you bless us even in this season to begin to see Jesus afresh. To descend Jesus more clearly. That we might have a heart to wait on him and to call for his appearance in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask, Lord, that the appearing of Jesus will become more prevalent in our lives, even in this season, in the name of Jesus. Father, we want to see all the things that is inside Jesus. We ask that you bless us with things in him, in the name of this special sight to locate heavenly things. Instead of bless us with heavenly sight to see heavenly things in Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. For in Jesus' precious name, you dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. Yeah.